0: Father, we magnify you, for there is none who can make such a difference in a year, in our lives, in our homes, in our families, in your church, like you can, just like we sang, make everything new once again, pour out your spirit once again, refresh our souls once again, manifest your glory once again. Speak afresh once again. Let your name be glorified, oh God. But as we dedicate this time to you in the name that is above every name, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Can we give Jesus a hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. Come on. He deserves all the glory, all the honor. Woo! Thank you, Pastor, for giving me the opportunity, Miss Amy, for allowing me to stand here today and bring the word of the Lord to us before you step in and give us the vision for the year. Hallelujah. Are you ready, church? I want to just take this moment, first of all, and also appreciate my bride and my girlfriend for 36 years, 37 years, somewhere there. Hallelujah. And I think uh, one of my sons, Udi, must be somewhere there, walking tall. The rest are coming in another service. So, just want to say thank you for loving me, praying for me, and giving me the space to prepare this message. Hallelujah. Please stand with me to 1 Samuel chapter 17. And we're going to read several verses there. Are you ready? Now, everybody say now. Now, the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle. And were gathered as soco. Which belongs to Judah. The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side. And Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. With a valley between them. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines. Named Goliath from Gath. Whose height was six cubits and a span. Mm, About nine feet something. Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel. And said to them, why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves, and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and you will serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself 40 days, morning and evening. Father, at the breaking of the bread, let life flow, let deliverance flow, let strength flow. Let a new spirit, my Father, be released upon this congregation for your glory and for your honor. And everybody said, amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you. Worshipped him as well. Thank you. See, the last two years, the last two years have presented us with myriads of challenges. Some of which were colossal in stature. And whose brutal power has threatened the life, the strength, the stability of many homes, many families, many communities and cities and nations and in nations all over the world. I'm just giving you a reminder here that with every decade, decade, we get closer to the end of the world and Christ's return. Every, every decade, with every year, with every other day. But I believe Jesus is not coming for a week, emaciated, tattered, and trodden down church. Can I hear a good amen? Tell your neighbor, that's not me. Jesus is not coming for that kind of people, you know, that are so trodden down, whose saints can only hope for the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Jesus is coming back, this is where you shout for a strong church, an able people, a holy bride, sanctified, a conquering army of saints and servants of the Most High God. Shout, yes! Church, it's an honor for me to give you the title of my message today. It's time for your giant to fall. Come on, come on, come on, come on. A giant is a person or thing of great size. Unusually large or powerful. Anything, my addition here, that was dictionary. My addition, anything that dwarfs you. Makes you look like a dwarf. That's. My definition of a giant. Giants often, they terrify, they intimidate us, and they can even immobilize us. I think by now you're beginning to smell your giant. Unless you've lost your sense of smell. In which case you shouldn't be here. Look at your neighbor right now. Look at your neighbor right now. Listen to me. That's not your giant. Say amen. You need to identify your giant, you and I, before we can face it and bring it down just like David did. Hallelujah. Today we have giants of every kind, giants of addiction, addiction alcohol, killing tens of thousands of people, you know, uh, the, the giants of drugs. Just the other day, I, I, I had in the news that they were talking about uh, doing medical tests uh, for drugs in our university and in our institutions of learning, even primary. That means we have a problem. We have a giant in our school system. You have a giant in our community. Immorality as a lifestyle. It's becoming an issue right now. Negative media and its negative influences is a giant we have to deal with. Giants of poverty. Giants of debt. Giants of distress and depression. We need to deal with giants. The other giants of intimidation. I don't know whether you've uh, you've, 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 uh, encountered that giant. These giants seem to tell you what you can do and what you can't do. Who you can become and who you can't become. You know you'll never have. You can never do they seem to scream into our ears one word impossible today we have giants that come to plague our personal lives our family lives and they do that through fear and doubts and worries of every kind I asked myself the question it's going to cause the direction that we are going today this is a question I asked myself Based on what was ministered. Wow. How are we going to keep our cause to celebrate? Making a difference. A good and godly and solid example in 2022. How in this year? How is that going to happen? And I believe I found the answer. I believe the first thing we need to do is to check out David's David's life and when he presented himself, or rather he was presented with a giant challenge. Giant of a challenge. The Bible says that when David entered the scene, oh, the giant was manifesting itself with much pride and power and forcefulness like it had always done for 39 days, morning and evening. Oh, by this time things are about to change. Why? Because this happened to be the 40th day on which David shows up under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And when that giant manifested, David began to ask questions. Let me tell you, 40 days, 40 is the number of testing, and I'm telling you, hallelujah, I believe that we've been tested long enough, and it's about time that we, we kill the giant, that your giant falls in Jesus' name. I don't know whether you're as tired as I am. You know, we don't have to excuse these things. There is a time we have to stand and say, it is about time that this giant falls in Jesus' name. Shout you, Amen. Hallelujah! Jesus fasted forty days. Elijah, Moses, all these great men. Why? I'll tell you. Just using Jesus as example. When Jesus fasted for forty days, what was it all about? When he came out of the wilderness, what do you think he was dealing with? He was dealing with the giants of 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 lust, of the pride of life, the giant of the pride, the 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 lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. When he came out, he had put down like David. his giant for good. Hallelujah. It's our time now. Tell your neighbor, it's my time now. I'm going to face my giant. I'm going to identify my giant and deal with it in Jesus' name. If we are going to continually have a cause to celebrate and make a difference in 2022, we must then do this. Can we read First Samuel chapter 17 verse 29? Now Eliab or Eliab whatever you want to say Eliab his oldest brother had when he spoke to the men and Eliab's anger was aroused against David and he said why did you come down here and with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness i know your pride and the insolence of your heart for you have come down to see the battle there was no battle and david said in verse 29 what have i done now Not a cause. Number one, if we are going to continually have a cause to celebrate and make a difference in this new year, God has uh, graciously given to us and allowed us to enter into the fullness of his power and presence. I want to tell you and promise, I want to tell you number one, we must have a cause. You and I must have a cause. What is a cause? A cause is a person or a thing that gives rise to an action. Gives rise to an action. I chose that as a definition from the dictionary. It also says an action, a phenomena, or a condition. No, here we are talking about an action. Okay, I, so I just left it at that so that we don't give you too much you don't need. David was asking everyone around him, including his own brother, look, is there not a good reason for what I'm speaking right now? Is not Saul's promise that, because David went around asking, what will to the man who brings down this Goliath. Oh, and from one group to another, they kept on saying, you are going to be given in marriage the king's daughter, my friend. That's enough. That's enough. I remember remember a guy who, a, a, a rich man who promised two things. He said he had a canal there, a lot of water, and he had alligators inside. He said, whoever, Swims across the alligator infested canal that I have built in my mansion in my area in my home is going to get my daughter in marriage or oh, one million US dollars. Just before he could hardly finish, there was a splash in the water. Man, this guy swam like a torpedo. He got to the other side, he's still huffing and puffing, <laughs> and then. The, the, the millionaire shows up and says, Splendid! Wonderful. Everybody's clapping, 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 clapping. And he says, Splendid! 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 So what do you want? Do you want my daughter or one million uh, U- US dollars? The guy still looking for oxygen. He says, I don't care for your daughter. I don't care for that million. I just want somebody to tell me and show me the goose that pushed me into the water. I don't know whether some of you are really interested in this Hallelujah. That goose got to have it. (laughs) In other words, okay, in other words, David is saying, I have a good reason to destroy this giant because I am in covenant with God and God is on my side. Unless we are determined to take some action toward a good cause, we will never make a difference for the good in life. This life we live would just be something else that's why i believe that the first and most noblest of all causes is to know christ to know him to know jesus and be a partaker of this divine nature as a son and a daughter of the almighty god there's nothing no wonder paul said paul said you know you know if you do that we will no wonder paul said sorry before i said about paul when christ The the reason is that when Christ becomes my cause, I become a difference maker. And you see, when Christ comes in, he already makes all the difference and he makes me different. And I have a cause to live for. I have a reason. I have a purpose. Hallelujah. In life, not just in your business, in life. The Bible says when Christ comes in, all things become new. Wow. What about facing a new year with the one who makes that year different? Paul said in Philippians 1.21, for me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. If only we live in him and for him, we will possess a reason to celebrate the joy, the life and the freedom that he gives without end, unceasingly. We are... We also need to make Him known by the way we live as lights and as salt in the earth. Miss Amy prayed for for us, praying for us in this service. She already just asked God to do that for us. We need to be the light. Notice light and salt have one thing in common. They are difference makers. Try eating your food without salt. You'll understand what I'm talking about. Try reading your Bible when KPLC have become Kenya Power and Lightning. You will understand what I'm talking about. This is exactly what David did. There was doom and gloom. But the light was turned on when David stepped into the arena. Bringing hope where there was no hope. In a rather depressing and hopeless situation. You see, as Nairobi Lighthouse Church, we we have continued to have causes to celebrate because we have chosen several causes. Thank God for Pastor, thank God, thank you, Pastor Miss Amy. Thank you for the leadership of this house for making that possible. That we live by these causes and thus make him known. And i see. It's involved in many causes and thus making the difference in so many lives throughout. Supporting the growth of churches, missionary work, both at home and beyond our borders. We are in South Africa. We know we're in Nesprit, we're in Johannesburg. We're in so many we're in countries out there in southern Sudan, about 20 churches. We are in, in Goa. Come on, we are here. We have local churches here. And we're helping many people even beyond our borders. Why? Why are we doing this? Because we have a cause even as a church. CPM to give you a few crisis pregnancy ministry is a ministry we've supported for many years. Why do we support them? Because so many girls that end up with crisis pregnancies. They don't know what to do with themselves. They don't even know what to do with what they're carrying. And this crisis pregnancy has counselors who give them the right counsel. Godly counsel. Don't abort about the child. It's not a child's fault. And they pray with them and they help them and they give them the support they need. We have KKV Kings Kids Village, one of our very own under the leadership and directorship of a uh, of, 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 I almost said Pastor Trey. Trey and Lydia Murundu. Hallelujah. And these guys are awesome. You're doing a pastoral work right there anyway. And you know, we are taking care of orphans. Orphans. Children who have no home. Nobody to call father and mother. But they are put in homes where they have a father. They have a parent. Wow. Isn't that incredible? And many others. You know, we have one more. Let me, I can't tell you all of them. KCPF in 2018 they sent us a message on the website they send it to a church to pastor i also receive a copy and this is what it read in fact the heading was a call to action Woo! and what did it say our society is presently faced with various contentious issues where moral values and human rights are constantly under attack the right to life is threatened by abortion and other things. The family institution is persistently ambushed. LGBTQ++, all the things that they are developing every day. And then uh, education as a transformative engine is underrated. Religious freedom is threatened. Integrity in leadership is rare both in the church and out of the church and in our government is rare. And our media majorly features obscene content. Who's going to fight for this right? You know, who's going to stand for the Lord like David did. Now more than ever, more than ever, church, the church and its membership and leadership and the Christian professionals are needed to take a Christian faith-based position in defending biblical values in society. Our society. I'm not talking about another society. Our society right here in Kenya where we live. If there's ever, if there was ever a time we needed to stand for a cause, it is now. For David, it was not just about the reward. Oh, you'll get a woman, beautiful woman, dressed in royal beauty. No, that was not, that is not his motivation. That was just a bonus. Tax-free. No more bothers with KRA. Pay as you earn. Or earn as you pay. You know, no more. Man, that feels good. That's not what motivated David. I believe and you believe with me. I think many of you would join me in believing that David would have still killed Goliath. Because Goliath dishonored his God. And defied the armies of the living God. Of which, of which he had even come to support. Come on now. This is what a cause is all about. God doesn't have to pay you. Think about it. God doesn't have to pay you to fight for your family. He doesn't have to pay you to fight for your husband or your wife or your marriage. God doesn't have to pay you to fight and take care of your children. Or to pray and serve in the house of God, which is your house. He doesn't have to pay you. What about your personal life? Who or what is threatening or undermining your God-given privilege and honor? This giant too must fall. Number two, we must meet the cost. Number one, we have to have a cause. Number two, we must meet the cost. First Samuel 17. I think we can read it. Then he took, Then he took his staff in his hand. And he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook. And put them in a shepherd's bag. In a pouch which he had. And his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. There is no real cause without a cost. There is no real cause without a cost. Every cause comes with a cost. No wonder every year it costs Nairobi Lighthouse Church millions of shillings. Thank God for your giving to support our corporate cause. Christ came into this world, this is just a reminder, you know it. Christ came into this world chiefly to restore the image of his Father by imparting his life and nature into us. What did that cost him? The cross! Death on a rugged cross. No wonder Isaiah said, uh, "Prophet said in, in Isaiah 53, where before Christ showed up, uh, he said he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. It will cost you to finish your cause. It will cost you finances. It will cost you energy. It will cost you effort. It will cost you dedicated service and sacrifice. It will cost you to make him the cause of your living. You can't can't make Christ the cause of your living and fail to be given. 2 Timothy 3.12 says anyone who belongs to Christ, Jesus, and wants to live right will have trouble from others. How many of you want to live right? Let me see. and Don't be ashamed right now. Anybody who is not living, you're telling the devil I'm available for you. So make sure you lift your hands. You want to live right. Amen. What, What is the promise? You will have trouble from others. Are you willing to pay the price of trouble? Other versions put it this way. Harassment. Persecution. Difficulties. Hatred. Being treated badly and suffering. For your religious stand. What are you standing for? You will have to pay. A price. This is part of the cost for upholding your cause. And that's why it cannot be done casually without dedication. Self-dedication. Prayer. Much prayer. Humility and self-denial. Even if required to the point of death. David was willing to meet the cost. He was willing to meet the cost. To bring his giant down. Putting his life on the line. Now, notice what he did. We, we read in verse 40. He had to take inventory first. He took his stuff in his hands and he also had a sling in his hand. He had to see, what do I have that can bring my giant down? You don't just face, you know, you don't go and try to build a house and you, don't, you have not calculated the cost. So he made some choices. I believe he made wise choices. In fact, we're told when he got down there, he chose smooth stones. Well processed. Come on, well proven, and he took them, and that's what he used against the giant. He spent time. You see, he had to go and and kneel in the water, and there was a stream there. Everybody's up there, but he's here kneeling down, in you know, and praying. God, don't let this, don't let this giant make me smit out of me. And you know, and he's as he's doing that, he's interceding, and he give me some smooth stones. He found them, and he put them in his pouch. And he was ready. He prepared well. And it was time. Let me tell you, fasting will prepare you. What is coming, you get yourself prepared. There's some giants that cannot come down except by prayer and fasting. And I tell you, your giant will come down whether he likes it or not. Finally, number three, we must be champions. First Samuel 17 verse 4. We must be cha- the champion. Be the champion of your cause. And, verse 4, I read, And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and and a span. His coat of mail, we are told, was 5,000 shekels. It's about 60 kgs. That guy was carrying majority of the weight here, people who are under, majority under 60. The rest of us who are over 60, 61 and above, he couldn't have carried you and fought But this guy was like carrying a 60 kg man and a woman and running to fight and still win his battle. That's a giant for you. You and I must become the champion God is looking for. Are you willing to stand up and be counted? Are you willing to step out? Are you willing to step up? Some of you need to, 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 in fact, what you need to do is to stand up. Because you've been sitting for too long. Others of you just need to, you stood up, but you need to step out. Some of you, you've already stepped out. You, you stood up and you, step, and you stepped out and you need to step up. And go up to another level. God wants to bring you to another level in 2022. Can I hear a good amen? I'm preaching better than you're shouting. A champion literally means a man between the two camps. That is one who did not fight. In the ranks of the ordinary soldier. But came forth into the space between the two hostile camps. To challenge the mightiest man of his enemies to come and fight him. Champion is someone who believes it can be done. Whether there is a way or not, they will make a way. They will find a way to do it. I'm bringing this giant down whether there is a way or not. But I'm giving you leakage right now. So that you can know how to do it in Jesus' name. From the Holy Scriptures. Amen. God is looking. You know, that man or woman has to be a man or woman of courage. Like Joshua and Caleb pastor preached so powerfully. You never had that message. Man, look for it and make sure that you listen to it. it. We just, you know, it just flows so well even with what I'm sharing. God is always looking for a man or a woman who will champion his cause. Ezekiel 22, 13, and I sought for a man. I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap. Wow. God is still looking for a man. Do you think that he can find that champion here? Can you hear him right now? Can you hear his voice calling you to stand up, step out, and step up? God is seeking to raise a champion in your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your business, in this church. We need many champions who will champion his cause and in our city and nation. In the meantime, while he's looking, the enemy is still calling, give me a man to fight. Give me a woman to fight. Choices have consequences. If we lose, we will be enslaved. But if we win, we will be free. And the enemy will be subjected to us in the name that is above every other name. The enemy is getting bold as we speak, but we are, we are even more determined to engage him, knowing that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Shout amen. The darker it is, the brighter his light will shine. The better the fight, the sweeter the victory of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a call for a champion. And you and I must heed this call and not sit on the sidelines watching if the situation will change. Nothing changes if we don't change. If you and I want to change our situation, you and I must change our position. Hallelujah. In fact, things were getting really bad. The longer they watched, nothing was happening. They were doing nothing about it. That's procrastination. That's another giant that has to be brought down in many lives, including mine. Murmuring, complaining is what happened when Moses went for 40 days. When he went to pray in the mountain. What happened? That time that nothing was happening, what was happening? People started murmuring, complaining. They even created their own God. You and I have been called and anointed to champion his cause. The destiny of our nation. The nation of Israel was at stake. Even us here today, the destiny of our nation with elections coming this year in Augusta is at stake. The dest- but I want to remind you the destiny of our nation is not in the hands of politicians. It is in the hands of the saints of the almighty God. Can I hear a good amen? Hallelujah. The champions of God, the giants of greed and corruption are not indestructible. They will come down in Jesus' name. We must put our hand to the plow and not look back. The odds might be against us, but it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. David was young. David was young. David was young. I'm sure we have many young people here, or those who feel young. It's not about your age, but your faith in God. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all you can ever think, or ask, or imagine, according to the power that is at work in us. Hashtag Caleb at 85. Say to Moses. Give me this mountain. That's pastor's message, man. Gotta listen to that message. Give me this mountain. Joshua 14, 12. That mountain had giants in it. They are called the Anakims. This is a race of giants that were defeated by Caleb and Joshua. Why? Pastor said they had a different spirit. They, had, they were men of faith and courage. And I finish by telling you this. This is why you and I can defeat our giant. Why? Because verse 45 this is how david did not only was he a man of faith and courage but he says run into the jan facing his jan he says i come to you in the name of a lord of hosts in the name of the that you have defied and dishonored today and then in verse 47 he said for the battle is the Lord's the battle the battle I'm facing the battle we are facing is God's battle I've already given it to God therefore in verse 50 what do we read so David prevailed over the Philistine giant with a sling and a stone, how can a sling and a stone bring down a giant? It's what you have. If you can put it in God's hand, even a sling and a stone will bring down your giant. Shout, Amen! Hallelujah! Don't compare yourself with other people. I don't have this, I don't have an AK 47. You don't need an AK 47. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the Lord. You are not small, you're not weak, but you're mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. I'm here to tell you today. It's time for your giant to fall. Let's rise up right now. And give God some glory. As we pray in Jesus name. And dedicate ourselves to him. Who makes all things possible. In Jesus name. There's a scripture here from Psalm 60 verse 12. Everybody standing. Let's read it together. Psalm sixty, twelve: Through God we will do valiantly. For it is he. Who shall tread down. Can you give God some praise? Can you give Him glory? Can you give Him honor? He's worthy. He's worthy. He's mighty. Mighty to save. Raise your hand. I ask you right now. Identify your giant. Some of you may not identify it fully in this service. But when you live here, spend time in His presence. Ask God show me my giant. I've got to Kill this giant. And then probably there will be another. David did not just kill one giant. I, want you to know, I don't know how many giants are on your path of life. But I want you to know you can kill every one of them in Jesus' name. If it's sickness, the Lord rebukes sickness and disease right now. If you came here sick, be healed in the name of Jesus. We bind sickness. We bind every form of disease. Pain, leave in Jesus' name. There's somebody in this service. You came and you here on your temple. There's a problem you have I don't know whether it's serious migraines that cannot go with medication. But I'm telling you right now, receive your healing in Jesus' name. After this service, please come. I want to pray for you in Jesus' name. Whoever you are, put your hands on your body right now. Receive your healing. I curse the spirit of sickness and disease. And of power of that devil, that giant of disease. In Jesus' name. Father, even COVID shall fall. Even COVID shall fall. Even COVID shall fall. Even this giant shall fall. Come on, give God some praise. Give God glory. Give Him honor. Give Him honor. Can you give God the best shout? The best praise? You've given Him all year. All year. All year. Yes, Lord. God bless you in the victory of the king in Jesus' name. Come on, go out champions and God bless you.